Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys Live. You are joining us here for episode 104. Thanks for coming back. Sorry for the hiatus of one additional week. That Midwestern weather uh, foiled us again, Jim. Um, and it almost did it this week, but it hasn't. And we're here together. How are you, bud? I, I am good. I'm glad to be with you. And uh, yeah, you just you just don't know when that's going to happen. And um, Except I can tell you that it's uh, here in Nebraska this year. Uh, Wednesday night, you can just pencil it in. Wednesday night, bad weather. Um, we've talked about before. I, I run trivia nights as, as a side business, and uh, my I have a weekly night or weekly uh, game on Wednesday nights. And the owner and I were joking that like he and I have had to have more conversations about weather this winter. Um, actually, canceled one, and then some other weeks where we've been like, yeah, what do you think? Uh, let's go ahead and give it a shot. Um, yeah. Pencil it in Wednesday nights here in Nebraska, which probably means, which, you know, does translate then to you kind of the Thursday, Friday timeframe <clears throat> if the same system moves towards Michigan. So um, it foiled us last week, but here we are. And, and we know how much people love tuning in and downloading this podcast just for the meteorologist updates. That's absolutely. <laughs> we have weather's on, weather on the ones with Tom and Jim. Um, so we'll, we'll move on from weather, but yeah, a little, little weather weather delay last it's, it's, week it's, just, it's been the threat of what we do on a regular basis so that's why i think it's so funny it is it's very true uh so you didn't get to hear us make our elimination chamber uh picks last week although we did post them on twitter if you follow there um and if you don't why aren't you at two spot monkeys you should um I, I can't say we're super active on twitter but you know maybe um but we do post them there, especially if uh, we have things like that or we're unable to record for whatever reason. So we did have our picks posted up there. They were posted kind of just before Elimination Chamber because uh, I didn't get mine done and posted on the, the board that we also are part of until about an hour before the deadline. So uh, they got well, posted and, pretty close. Almost for me, too, I was pretty late in the day on Saturday because, again, we had weather-related stuff and cancellations you know, that impacted my household and my family on Friday. Um, and then the fallout from that and then the stuff you don't do on Friday pushes into Saturday when you can finally get back out. And I was like, I won't forget to get those posted, though. So I'm glad I I'm glad I didn't. I can't take an 0-5. Ooh, that would be bad. That'd be yeah. bad. <laughs> That's hard to overcome, even with all the shows we've got. Um, but our head-to-head -head update, so our, our picks uh, were... Uh, Tom, you went with Sami Zayn, Austin Theory, Asuka, Edge and Beth Phoenix, and Brock Lesnar. And I went with Roman Reigns, Austin Theory, Asuka, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley, and Brock Lesnar. So we were both three and two um, on the day. Just a little different path to how we each got there. Um, so from a head-to-head -head update, uh, that puts me at 12 and four and you at 11 and five. Uh, headed into Revolution next weekend. Uh, so we'll be, I guess we haven't talked about scheduling. Are we good to record next week, Tom? Um, as far well, as I know, again, okay. knock on, knock, to, to, to go back to the whole uh, weather, weather on the ones, this winter has been crazy, right? So we've actually already had, and I, what I would consider in Michigan, at least some false spring, right? So mm -hmm. we've had, yep. we've had some like 50 degree days, uh, you know, in the month of February, and then to go back and have, you know, 19 degrees and ice everywhere. It's like, make up your mind. Right. Mother Nature needs a nap. Um, so when we make our, our picks, we'll make our picks regardless next week. We'll hopefully here live on, on the air, but uh, we'll make our picks for Revolution next week. And then uh, and then it's off off to the races. We'll have to uh, look ahead at our schedule because, again, we hit that WrestleMania week 
where we'll have stand and deliver Supercard of Honor and both nights of WrestleMania. Uh, buckle up for a a long one, or maybe we'll maybe we'll split it into two. I know we did that last year, um, and re- and release them, you know, Friday, Saturday, or something that weekend. But we'll figure that out. We got a month or so, uh, a little bit over a month to get there. But twelve and four, eleven and five is where we sit. Um, Elimination Chamber, we didn't get to actually talk about those picks, obviously, as we mentioned. So maybe as we recap, it'll be fun to hear kind of how we came to those or what we were thinking. Um, let's just go um, in order of the show, I guess, would be the best. So the the elimination, the women's elimination chamber, Tom kicked off the show with, uh, Bian- not Bianca Belair, goodness gracious, Asuka winning the right to face Bianca Belair uh, over Raquel. <clears throat> goodness, where's my voice today? Raquel, uh, Carmella, Natalia, Nikki Cross, and Liv Morgan. Um what did you think of the match? And uh, we were both right on Asuka, so. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a very fine match. And, and and I felt like they did just enough, but not too much. And not and they didn't un, they didn't underwhelm. It was kind of like a very, like, appropriate start to the show. But it didn't feel like it was too much, which probably made sense considering what the men did later on. And I know we'll talk about that. So that's how it landed for me. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought... Everybody kind of had their time to shine, which is really important in those matches. You know, you know, last year the Elimination Chamber matches went like 14 minutes, um, which is crazy. When I think it used to be three or four, three or five minutes was the inter- interval between people coming out of pods. It was. Um, now this year, I noticed that they said at timed intervals. They didn't give you the timing, um, and and after I caught that, it was during the men's where I caught they were saying that. Um, I thought, oh, I really wish I would have, you know, used my stop, my phone to stopwatch it and see, like, just out of sheer curiosity, um, you know, what were those timed intervals and were they the same time between each interval? Um, I, I guess it felt the same. I, I didn't notice, like, oh, wow, that was really fast for them to go back to the pods. But, yeah, I thought the women did a really good job. I thought Raquel looked like a beast, and and I'm, I'm really high on Raquel Rodriguez, I think. Uh, and, and Triple H was in NXT, and seems to be i mean they're not you know strapping the rocket to her on the main roster but they're they're protecting her pretty well you know she yeah she lost to ronda in a title match um right before the the charlotte flair thing but you know she's not out there taking l's to dana brooke or anything like that they're they're protecting her pretty well so i think think they see a bright future for her and i think they should um but uh i thought everybody kind of had their mo- i thought live you know passing out was to two submissions you know Kept her strong too. Um, I, yeah, the vi- I, the visual on that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, agreed. They shot that really well. You know, production usually does a really good job. Usually, um, every once in a while, they have one where you're like, "Where are they going with that camera?" Um, but but that was that was good. Yeah, so it was a good start to the show, um, and we were both feeling pretty good after one match each. Uh, I ended up watching it on Sunday. When did you did not see it live either? Right? No. Um... Did I watch it Monday? Okay. I think I watched it Monday throughout the course of the day. So, yeah, but I was spoiler-free, and I'm assuming you were as well. And um, no shock, though, Asuka. I mean, really, would I like to see Raquel Rodriguez get that spot at WrestleMania? Sure. Do I think they've done enough to build her to make that feel like WrestleMania? No. Um, yeah, we're probably a year out on Raquel. If, you yeah. know, if, if we're looking at kind of like past, you know, if templates, if you will. 
it would it would seem like that might make sense. I could definitely see Raquel being in the mix in the, even in the latter half of this year if we get there quicker um, in terms of title contention and, and and true like upper upper crust for lack of a better term. But yeah, right. next year next year without question too, whether it's Rumble or Chamber, Raquel definitely should be in the mix. And, and I think uh, I heard Denise Salcedo say on on Fightful this week. She thinks it would have made more sense if Oscar and Raquel, though, were the last two, because there would have been that little bit for some people, at least, of like, oh, are they going to do it? When it was Oscar and Carmella, I don't think anybody thought Carmella was going to win that. Nothing against Carmella; she does a nice job. She's got a, a good spot on the roster, and, and you know, she's kind of in the that mid card of the women. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think anybody was like, oh, Carmella's going to beat Oscar. No, she's not. Um, we moved on then to Brock and Bobby in. What are they doing, Tom? I, I think they're I think they're playing with us a little bit here. Uh, but so Brock gets DQ'd with the the low blow, um, which I love that low blows sometimes are DQs and sometimes the ref just yells at you for them. Um, that's you know a pro wrestling trope. But um, so Bobby what you gets, see or what you don't see. <laughs> some, well, <laughs> sometimes you can see things like. You can't tell me the ref that ran down to the ring in the main event didn't see Jimmy Uso interfering, uh, you know, and all of a sudden the only thing he saw, like his eyesight suddenly started working as soon as he slid under the ropes or what? Like, come on. He, um, he wasn't the original official, which is why he chose to not make that 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 con- that, that compromising <laughs> call. I don't know. I don't know. There, there, there are just moments like that. And I know it happens throughout wrestling. This isn't a dig at WWE, but there, where you're like, man, I got to suspend my disbelief on that one because that doesn't make, you know. How'd the ref even know to come out to the ring if he hadn't been watching what was going on? Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so Brock kicks him low. <laughs> what I used to, I used to use Steve Carino's word, kicked him in the ding ding, and uh, got the got the Bobby gets the DQ in. Brock beats everybody up, you know, F5s everybody, the ref, Bobby, everybody. And interestingly, on Friday night prior to Elimination Chamber, Bray Wyatt had said whoever wins that or survives should run. So it seemed like Bray was challenging the winner, presumably for Mania, which is a little bit of like, a, oh, I, I didn't see that being where Bray was going for Mania. But <laughs> um, Bobby just beat everybody up on Raw on Monday, you know, and, and kind of reclaimed dominance. And uh, Brock gets challenged on Monday by Almost. Tom? A lot, yeah, so a lot to unpack. So um, th- starting back with the match, I, I, yeah. I liked the match. It was, it, was, it was good for what it was. You know, yeah. we always, you know, we, we, can, we can hem and haul over clean or not clean finishes. This was, a, this was probably one of the non-clean finishes that I'm fine with because it doesn't, it didn't hurt either guy. It made actually Lashley and Hurtlock look really, really devastating. Right, because and, and, Brock and knew showed, the only way he could get out was kicking him. So that. Yep. Yeah. yeah yep. And, and then it, and it showed on the on the end of Brock, um, a little bit of vulnerability, right? Like Brock's yep. been 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 dominant for so long, we've never really seen this. So now we're seeing this. Um, if if the path was to reprogram these guys or continue to program to WrestleMania then the finish definitely makes sense. And then they do something, you know, they, they, they add a step. Last man standing or something yeah. like that. I feel and, like. and maybe that's where we still end up. I don't know. Um, I think it's possible. Yeah. yeah. 
Brocken almost? No thanks. I'm not down for that. And, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a Monday Night Raw match, or at most, like a Backlash Judgment Day, you know, not Judgment Day, that's a stable now, but, um, you know, random not top top tier. It's not a WrestleMania or SummerSlam match. Not at all. No. And and then with the Bray, Bray Wyatt piece, again, and, and what's going on there in that carnival of chaos, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know what how he fits in with either Brock or Bobby. And, and, and I'm using my frame of reference for how he returned and then what he did with LA Knight as the only reason why I'm making that statement. So um, again, it's, it's, it's going to make wanting to watch the TV and the product unfold um, with a different perspective something that, I, that, I, that I'm interested in and, and, and will commit to. So I will say, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago. I really had hoped Raw is in, in my hometown, five minutes from my house this coming Monday. I was going to go, planning to go, as fate would have it, um, the high school basketball playoffs in Michigan for girls begin Monday. My daughter's team got the draw in a 16 bracket where they are the third seed so they play actually monday night and then i got so lucky as they got the seven o'clock instead of the 5 30 game so i will not be going to monday night raw after all which i'm kind of bummed about because seeing brock versus almost the confrontation if they actually give us that on monday and then the other matches they've announced which are really good and again like, like we've talked about it before it's it, I don't, and it hasn't changed for me i don't believe it's changed for you based on our conversations raw and smackdown and wwe in general have been putting out a really um, high quality entertaining product of late. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and more than of late, it's probably been now we're in almost to the eighth, eighth, eighth plus month of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I will say this. If we actually get, and I, I am more and more of the belief and, and some others were quicker to get there than I was. I think, um, I think I reacted a little more viscerally on Monday night or Tuesday when I first responded to the idea of Brock and almost um, because I still want Brock Gunther. I don't, think we're probably getting that anymore um or it doesn't like nothing that's happening makes me feel like oh okay this is the path to get there um i, I think it might end up being that gunther sheamus drew mcintyre triple threat which don't get me wrong that would be that's gonna be really good too um but brock gunther is just kind of one of those I, I hate to use the word dream matches but it's such a match you never thought you'd maybe ever see and yet I really want to see it because they would yeah. beat the tar out of each other. I, I think that would be very special and, and could be the match of WrestleMania. Um, even with some of the other stuff they've got booked, I think that could be the the thing that everybody goes, wow. And I think it could make Gunther, you know, just strap the rocket straight to him, um, which, which they're clearly building Gunther really well, but this could just, you know, put him into that next stratosphere. I probably need to let go of that dream um, and realize that maybe we'll get it at some point. Maybe it'll happen. Um, you know, uh, Brock Gunther at like money in the bank, unless one of them is in money of the bank or both of them are uh, because it's over in the UK. That could be really cool later in the year. Um, but I, I am of the, where I was, where I started, I am now more and more in the camp of, I think Brock almost a red herring. I think Triple H is trolling us a little bit. Um, and it's working. So good job, Triple H, because you got me and you got a lot of other people. If if that is what's happening. Um, you know, almost as, what's that? How could they? Right. How... Um, 
Yeah, right. Because <laughs> my first thought was, if Brock and almost actually happens at Mania, then I'm sorry you can't tell me Vince McMahon isn't involved in creative anymore. Like, that's a match Vince would... And, and there's a little bit of me that thinks Triple H is doing that because everybody's going to freak out and be like, oh, Vince is booking again because they, you know... Because he knows it too. <laughs> Triple H knows it. So I, I do think it's a red herring. Probably to get us back to Brock and Bobby. But if you're doing that, then I don't understand why you had Bray do the whole run thing. So is it going to be a triple threat with Bray? Is it going to be some sort of weird tag team? And all of a sudden, like, Brock and Bobby have to tag against Bray and Uncle Howdy? Or, like, I don't know. Like, I again, like you said, it's kind of... I'm almost so preconditioned that I feel like I should know where it's going, but it's, I have to step back and go, no, but this is the fun part where you don't know exactly where it's going yet. And so you go along for the ride. Yeah. Um, it's been so long since WB has done that well, that I think I'm just, I'm still, I don't know, is it PTSD? Um, but <laughs> like, I expect like I should already know all the matches at Mania and I don't, and it feels weird. Um, but, but that's good. It should be fun. Um, I'm curious to see where that goes. I'm curious to see. Not to, um, we'll talk about. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we won't. But uh, Monday night, whatever, with the Becky and Lita against now Damage Control on Monday, which I thought was for Mania. Um, didn't Becky say at Mania? I thought she did in the promo. But um, but that's happening Monday. Where does that lead? Do we get? Does Trish Status become involved? She was she was there Monday night and then left. There was a creative change and she left. Um, you know, is it a six woman tag at Mania? Is it a? I mean. There's a lot of things moving in WWE, and I like that. So, um, anyways, that's 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 what happened in Brock and Bobby, and somehow I just turned to Damage Control and Becky Lynch from that. So, <laughs> well, uh, so here's one of our first, uh, one of the two differences we had on the day uh, in our picks: Edge and Beth Phoenix over Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. You got that right. I got that wrong. Um, I, I hemmed and hawed on this match, uh, back and forth on it because. To me, if you were going to continue the feud, and judging from Monday night, it appears that we are, and that we're going to get Edge and Finn in some sort of, maybe they finally do that Hell in a Cell match that was originally rumored for Royal Rumble. Um, I, I feel like that's about the only way you could end um, this now, um, since Finn Balor did get involved on Monday night. So I felt like if it was going to continue, that that made more sense to have the heels win and Rhea Ripley stays strong because you're building, you know, she's on top of the world right now. Now, Rhea didn't take the pin, so it doesn't really hurt Rhea, I don't think, in this case. And they very quickly kind of pivoted her away from it anyways with her promo uh, or backstage thing on Monday. But um, that was my thought process in going with Finn and Rhea was I, I did think we were going to get Finn Edge at Mania uh, one last time in Hell in a Cell or, again, maybe Last Man Standing or some sort of stipulation. Um, so that was why I picked Finn and Rhea. Obviously, I was wrong. They went with Edge and Beth, and and still, I was right in where I thought we were headed. I was just wrong in the path we got there. What what made you go with Edge and, and Beth? Yeah, I didn't think there was a question at all that they weren't winning. Um, so so I was I was glad I was right, um, and I was glad that you went the other direction. But I do agree with your logic there. Like they could have easily um, still gotten to where we are now by giving Judgment Day the win. Um, I think the I think the booking when you look at the long term of Judgment Day has been really like inconsistent, um, and and that's probably not a bad thing. Um, it's a bad thing for people like us who make picks and have a competition because uh, you can't follow the you can't follow the breadcrumbs. 
Uh, that being said, I, I did think too, like, you know, there was an outside shot, you know, Beth by, by hooker by crook beats Rhea, gets the pinfall over Rhea in this match to keep Edge and, and Finn, you know, with like unresolved business. And then I do think potentially, and I don't know where I will land when we make these picks, but as of today, I would think Rhea is dethroning Charlotte. And then that would give Rhea and Beth a, a high profile title match where then Rhea would be able to build her legacy as a champion by beating Beth Phoenix down the road. Um, again, that may still come about, but it doesn't necessarily connect back to what happened here. So I did appreciate that they broke out the shatter machine. And I, yeah. I, I think Edge is buddies with, uh, with uh, FDR. So like him, him incorporating that pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That was pretty, pretty cool stuff. Uh, the U.S. title uh, elimination chamber match. Austin Theory defends his title uh, over Seth Rollins, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. And we had a little side uh, appearance from Logan Paul as well here. Uh, this match ruled. Yeah, it sure did. And then and that was back to my comment, like as you know, it, it being it being comp- very much the opposite of what the women's match was. And again, that's not a bad thing because both both stand up. But I think what they did here and all of the crazy stuff they did here comparatively to the women's match made it even more impactful. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and and I thought everybody here looked strong. Um, Gargano and Bronson Reed, I thought, looked better than they have since they came back. You know, I mean, showed what both both men are, are capable of doing. Um, Montez Ford is a made dude. Like do I get do, do I get credit for my uh my prognostication already based on elimination chamber? That was what I was watching or thinking as I was watching that match. Remember, I, I think one of my predictions for this year was that he was gonna break out. Oh, that's that's true. I think you might have said win a singles title. Maybe okay, maybe. maybe. Um well, but but he's he's on that path. He certainly could. Um, um look at me, I'm angling for credit already. <laughs> right? I have to go back and look. We'll, we'll have to review the tape. Um we'll get one of the NFL officials so they'll certainly get it wrong. But anyways, that's a different conversation for another time. Um, they, uh, yeah, Montez was awesome in this. Um, his like Spider-Man thing off the top of the the chamber, um, or, or from the inside roof of the chamber, like, give me a break. Um, even though I saw it coming, kind of as he was climbing and getting there, I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool. Um, my only question was, was he just gonna do what he did and and drop, or was he gonna try to flip? And my only thought was, don't flip, don't try to flip, just. Just go. Um, so I was glad he didn't try to make it a 360 or something on the way down. There's just, there's not enough room there from in my mind. And a lot can go wrong. Um, there was a Poison Rana. Uh, oh, Gargano was involved in it. He was the one that took it, I think. Gargano on, on Reed. It was Gargano on uh, Reed. And, and, and Gargano almost landed like on his head. If I remember right, yes, and and yeah, that was scary. Um, everybody looked great in this match. Logan Paul comes down, gets the distraction. Obviously, we're headed to Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. We've we've kind of known that for a little while, or it seemed very obvious that's where we're going for Mania. I think that's going to be a really good match. Um, Austin Theory is definitely headed for John Cena at WrestleMania. Um, there's way too much mention of John Cena from Austin Theory, and and Cena's coming back in two weeks on Raw. I mean. I, I, I'm just glad that it's in two weeks and not this Monday, because if you had to miss John Cena's return, if that was happening in Grand Rapids, that would be 
I'd feel I'd, I'd feel terrible for you anyways, but I'd feel even worse. Like, not that you haven't seen John Cena a hundred times, I'm sure, but it'd just be cool to be a part of that when he comes back for the first time in a while and gets the pop. Absolutely, and all that. yeah. Um, no, my I, this only nitpick about this. And my only nitpick is the Logan Paul thing at the end. It just the timing seemed a little bit goofy. I don't know if you caught it. They've actually done really well to in the in the post edit, like the video package show that 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 it seemed very seamless or that it was seamless where he was and 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 where seth was in the corner like seth had to adjust so like watching it unfold live it looked a little like too choreographed and i hate to use that word but like the the positioning just wasn't perfect um on the on, on logan paul's entry everything after that him like deciding to leave and then doing the curb stomp that was great um, that's my only nitpick. Aside from that, again, just a really super strong match. And just the idea that Logan Paul is the guy using the buckshot lariat. I mean, there's a little bit of a wink and a nod to uh, taking a shot at AEW there. Come on. Um, although he probably saw Adam Page do it and was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do, do that move. And for a guy like Logan Paul, who's athletic, but still very new in his pro wrestling training, even though he is doing far better in the ring than I think anybody could have ever expected from the guy um i think that's a fairly safe move for him to do too he's just flipping over the top rope and throwing a clothesline um but it looks cool so i don't know i've always thought it was kind of funny that he uses that um we are in a full-on wrestling war jim you should know this by now i i it sure seems like we are um so then uh then we finish up with the the world title match roman reigns Sami Zayn. roman reigns defeats Sami Zayn. uh jimmy uso gets involved Jey Uso gets involved, but doesn't physically involve himself. He just stands there um, with a very conflicted look um, and then ends up taking a, uh, was it a spear from Zayn, I think, accidentally? Um, or a hula kick. No, it was a spear, I think. No, it was a spear, yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, Zayn gets beat and then, you know, starts to get beat down. Kevin Owens comes down. Um makes the save but there's no the big hug does not happen i i thought that's where we were going to end montreal was the big hug but they didn't and actually i like that again sometimes you think you know what's going to happen and then when they do something else you're like oh that actually is better um it's coming we all know it's coming but they're making us wait for it and i thought kevin owens explanation on monday night of sammy you stood there and watched me get beat to smithereens basically back at the royal rumble why in the world would i do this for you I'm doing it because I hate the bloodline. Um, I thought it, was, it made sense. Why wouldn't Kevin Owens still be mad at Sammy, Sammy Zayn? Like, Sammy's done some really reprehensible things to Kevin Owens uh, throughout this whole story and then stood there and watched, even though, yes, he didn't end up hitting him with a chair and, you know, turned at that point. He didn't stop anybody else from hitting Kevin Owens with a chair either before that. Um, so, it made a lot of sense. I thought this match was great. I I believed, Ro- you know, I picked Roman. Um, in fact, I think I put my five on Roman. I was dead set it would be Roman. Um, so I, I wasn't surprised with the outcome, but I thought they still had a couple of moments where I thought for a quick second, like, oh, they might do it. Um, I, I thought it was great. I think Sammy and Kevin against the Usos, which seems like where we're headed for Mania, is going to be great. Um, 
I, I loved it all. I love the follow-up. I'm still high on Sami Zayn. I think he's still massively over. I like that him being over, though, is not turning into Daniel Bryan, um, where people are turning on the other guy, in this case, Cody. Um, the fans are hot as heck for Cody, too, right now. So it's been a little while since WWE's had two really over baby faces like this, um, which is kind of fun and and fun to watch play out. You, on the other hand, Tom, pick Sami Zayn. So I'm, I'm curious to hear your your thought process that you had there. I yeah, think I so, know maybe what you're thinking, but maybe not. Yeah, I definitely did not see Roman Reigns losing the title at all. So my Sami Zayn victory was going to be most likely via DQ. Again, in our picks, we don't have to justify that. There's no merit to saying you don't get extra credit points by going, well, I was right because it was a DQ and not a countout or whatever it was, right? Um, I, I thought because it being in Montreal and because of all of the – all of the other factors, the, the Uso factor, the Solo Cole, who wasn't even there, the Kevin Owens factor. Yeah, I don't, um, that's weird that Solo wasn't there. But that that a DQ for Sammy was 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 enough. Where I felt all right. It's it, it, it. I didn't think Roman was losing the belt at all. I, and 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 I've and I've seen snippets, and I haven't dug into them about people who think they could have easily flipped the title and kind of seen what happens next. You're right. They could have done that. Or they can also stick to what they were gonna do. Bottom line, and no one, no one loses anything in the end. Roman is still incredibly strong. Sammy is still incredibly strong. I was actually quite surprised when the end of this match happened that the crowd wasn't as irate as they seemingly would have been, considering their emotional involvement in the match. Um, it, and, and that Montreal crowd was great Friday and Saturday. They were awesome. Yeah, it was. It was incredible. Um, and again, like it was fine that they ended how they ended, and and I really loved my favorite part of of of, of the post match stuff was Roman in the corner, Kevin in the middle, Sammy at the other side, and Kevin sidesteps and Sammy hits the huluba kick. Yeah. Um, that was that was super cool, and and then and then carrying this over into Monday and their interaction to kick off Raw was 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 just great. So I WrestleMania being two days this year. I think for the first time, in my opinion, is is as as justified as it's ever been based on what I think the card already is and what it will become. And I don't know that there's a weak spot right now. I'm sure there's going to be filler and and, and and all that nonsense. But like even, even back to if we get Becky Lynch, Lita, and Chris Stratus versus versus all three damage control uh, participants, even that's going to be fine. Right. And I really thought we were headed to Ronda and Shayna for the tag titles, probably at Mania, hence why I picked up Shayna Baszler in our league. Um, and I still and, think we could get there. It, it, and, it, well, and that match could even happen before and, and, and or night one and night two, right? Like, so like, just because you're, you're not exempt from being on both nights. Right. Yeah. It's, I, I think I agree. I'm, I've, I said back when Triple H took over that I was excited to see what he would do with WrestleMania. And so far, so good. Like I'm, I'm excited to see um, the continued build and the matches that we're going to get as long as Brock. Like, here's the thing: he could build a great card, and if he puts Brock Lesnar and Omos on there, it's like, you know, the turd ruining everything. Like, don't do it. Like, don't ruin all the other good stuff you're doing. Triple H, my goodness. Um, so there, there's, there's elimination chamber. Next week we will have Revolution picks. Uh, for AEW, I'm I'm really interested to see how many matches they flesh out for Revolution. 
with because the main event is a 60 minute Iron Man. Um, bless you. Yeah, um, thank you. I almost hit mute and then I realized it. Thankfully, it wasn't as loud as it could have been. Also, uh, <laughs> listeners, if you did hear me sneeze um, on the podcast, yeah, my deepest apologies. It, it was a, it was a muted enough sound that yeah, had I not said bless you, we might have been able to just cover it, but I blew it. We're, um, so we're we're at, we're at six matches ish right now. I think one's not formally announced. Maybe tonight. Maybe next week, Wednesday. We did get we did get that Adam Cole is not returning at Revolution, which is probably smart because. Um, he's not going to sell more buys, in my opinion. Could he? Yes. Um, could his match potentially, but it's not needed. And like we talked about way back when we started kind of getting in, we spent a good episode two or three ago, kind of really talking about AEW and going, if you have an hour Iron Man match, you can't have 10 matches on the card. So um, so being at six right now and most likely getting a trios title match gets us to ah. seven. Um okay. I mean, maybe one or two more. And when, and when, I, when I say one or two more, I mean, like, that includes, like, the, the one-hour, two-hour Right, show. right. So, yeah, the buy-in, yep. Yeah, if they had a couple more, obviously, on the buy-in, but I wouldn't go more than about seven on that main show. Even seven with an Iron Man match feels like a lot. Yeah, and that's um, anniversary weekend for good old Mr. and Mrs. Bobo. So year 23, we celebrate officially on Saturday. Um, I don't know how I'm going to be able to convince my wife that I'm going to want to go to the theater and watch this on the big screen on that Sunday. I may though. Like I'm really trying to angle hard of going, let's celebrate our anniversary on Friday and Saturday. Selfishly. <laughs> so that way Sunday we can just enjoy our own time. <laughs> I like the way you think Tom. I, uh, my wife, Katie, my wife works, uh, both Saturday and Sunday next week, uh, six, 6.30 to 6.30, basically. Um, and I have a big event Saturday night for my trivia company. Uh, so I won't see her at all, basically, Saturday. So I got a sneaky hunch that's going to be tough for me on Sunday, too. Um, and, I, and I like the idea. I've only been to one AEW pay-per-view in the theater, but it's a cost savings for me as opposed right. to the pay-per-view. And I've bought the pay-per-views before, so I'm not shy on that. But, you know, if I can spend $27 and have huge theater experience with all of the bells and whistles um sneak in my own snacks um yeah because otherwise it's not a cost savings time. yes yes <laughs> um or or doing it at home like the, and this one with the with the iron man match specifically i really think that that in that type of venue with a i don't know even if there's a dozen people there and again i'm not even for sure that i'm going yet so all of this is hypothetical well Either way, we're going to make picks and we'll react. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, we're making picks. Either way, we're excited. Whether whether when we yeah. see it, how we see it, you know. Yeah. This this could be the first AEW pay-per-view I miss in, in quite some time. But um, but all in all, the card looks good. Um, the bad part is the match I might be most excited about is the, is the one that hasn't been announced yet. If they do Elite House of Black, I think. I think that's going to be really, really strong. My only problem is I want House of Black to win those titles, and I, it's way too soon. So I would have liked them to hold off on that, but that's okay. We'll talk about that next week, assuming it gets announced, um, which I'd be surprised if the Elite don't appear on the pay-per-view. Like, that House, would be weird. The House of Black are confronting the Elite tonight. 
and the, yeah, elite, that's right. the, elite, the elite and Aussie Open have a match. Or, I'm sorry, the Young Bucks in Aussie Open, which is going to be awesome. So, uh, if, yeah, if you're not already excited, excited, excited for Rampage, that's one more reason to be excited for Rampage. And I want to say there's at least one other match tonight that I was like, wow, they're kind of stacking Rampage again, you know, which is it, Rampage is often has. Sammy in action? Could be. Okay. I was, that's it's surprising to hear you say that because to me, that's it's not a throwaway, but. Um, yeah, well, that's why I, I said mean, could be because I'm like, I don't feel like I would have been that excited about that, but I'm pulling up all, all elite on uh, on uh, the old Facebook here. See their rampage uh, thinking about, oh, okay, they're selling uh, replica tag title belts now, Tom. $600 for one, $1,000 for two. Yeah, that's, I mean, let's get the two spot monkeys. Uh, Young Bucks versus Aussie Willow. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was then. Willow and Tony action. Maybe I'm thinking of something else because none of those, I mean, those will be fine matches. Willow and Tony and action and, and Sammy will be fine. But we hear from Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes. That's an interesting pairing. Um, yeah, and do they go, do they give us those two versus Swerve and Parker at, on the buy-in, I mean, I, maybe I, you could easily give us Swerve and Keith right off the bat. But with this Dustin Rhodes involvement, like it would make sense they do a tag team, let Dustin Rhodes get taken out, and then Keith Lee wants to avenge him, and that's when we get to Keith Lee and Swerve. Yeah, that that seems Keith Lee and Swerve. If they did a one on one, should be on the pay per view, not the buy in. So a tag makes more sense on the buy in, um, and and save that Keith Lee Swerve match. You know, you you need big matches down the road here as well, so. You, you can get there. Well, um, I'm thrilled. Um, again, I'm missing Raw, as we've talked about, but um, I don't know if I've mentioned it here before. Warrior Wrestling is returning to my hometown in late March. I'm planning to go to that. They announced a lot of the matches for that. We don't necessarily need to talk about those today, but there's a really good lineup. Lots of good guys on that show. Lots of AEW talent as well. Um, they also announced AEW's return to Michigan. They'll be coming back yep. to Detroit in May. Uh, so... Super excited about that dynamite opportunity. Um, and, and GCW we, in May as well. GCW as well. Yep. So I'm going to have to uh, find my way to the other side of the state. <laughs> I have to schedule some work visits. Um, I, my, my, the one thing I'm fortunate about is my daughter lives over there now. So my daughter lives over there. So, you know, in in the event that, you know, I, I, I don't have a, another reason to justify travel over there. She's always worth it. So there you go. <laughs> you call your daughter and say, Hey, I'm going to come visit. And she goes, Oh, what wrestling is in town? Uh, <laughs> she knows me well enough, but she yeah. does. <laughs> she does. Well, uh, anything else? Uh, we've got, we're going to do a live unboxing here uh, at the end of the show. Uh, I got two boxes uh, in the mail that, that we just thought it'd be fun for those on YouTube to see. And I guess we'll describe it for those on the podcast feed. Um, but anything else you want to touch on, Tom, before uh, I just, that? yeah, so I know you mentioned before we hit record, I think it was before we hit record, that you weren't able to watch all of Dynamite yet. Did you see the Danielson MJF segment? I have not. Okay, okay. I not. Well, I hope that you do between I, I, now and next week, and I know when we talk next week and we do our preview, that'll be a big chunk of, of a lot of that conversation. So 60 minutes of it. Iron Man preview um no um no i did see the ricky starks chris jericho thing uh which i thought was really well done um and and i love that shivani called out 
you know, Jericho clicks the pen, like that you're going on the list. Um, and the crowd pops and then Shivani says they pop for the click of a pen. Um, like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed that little callback. Um, I, you know, I'm so, so on Jericho in the ring at this point. Like he, he puts on good matches, but I'm not, I don't get really excited for a lot of Chris Jericho matches at this point. But say what you will, that guy knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to get something over. He, I mean, he's just, he's very, very smart when it comes to the wrestling business. Uh, last week on Dynamite, when each of the guys in Jericho Appreciation Society was saying something, and then all of a sudden, Jake Hager goes, and I like this hat. Um, I don't know if you caught, Jericho was trying really hard not to break character. And I, laugh. Did. I did, I did, yeah. He was, and it was live, obviously. So there was nothing he could do to get out of that. They couldn't just, you know, break and retake it. Uh, I mean, he was trying to shove his tongue into the side of his mouth and bite him, bite the inside of his lip. And he, he kept himself there. But I will admit, I stopped listening to the rest of that promo and was watching him because I realized, oh, man, he's losing it. <laughs> Jake got him on that one. Uh, so uh, that's fun. Um yeah, lots of good stuff going on. Um, our WrestleMania weekend preview, I'm looking forward to that. Ring of Honor is taping their first uh, television for this new version of Ring of Honor well, this weekend. And they're already back next Tuesday. Like, the first episode is next Tuesday. That's and amazing. And I like that they're taping it and then start it. You know, yeah. and obviously it's for the build a Supercard of Honor. Uh, I am not currently subscribed to Honor Club, and I doubt I will for the TV. Um, more because I, I don't, I don't, I struggle to watch Dynamite Rampage and any bits of WWE. I don't I don't know where I'd get that hour right now. Um, so to pay $10 and know I'm not going to watch it um, is kind of like when I had New Japan World for like six months and never watched anything um, or longer. Um, not because I didn't want to. I just didn't have time. Yeah. Um, and so I, I probably honestly will just read the reports this weekend from the Ring of Honor tapings um, to see where they're headed and, and then – you know, catch clips on YouTube or whatever as I can. So. Well, and, it, and if you ever, if, if there's something that's ever so compelling, like the good thing is I think they're going to remain in perpetuity on Honor Club. So, you know, like right. if you're like, if you're like, wow, this was actually really good. And then you do want to buy Supercard of Honor and you do want to see the TV that leads up to it. You could easily then plunk down the 10 bucks and catch up on a, on a day that you, you know, set aside just for wrestling. Ha right. ha ha. As if we can do that in our life. I would say literally the only time I can do that is I, I'm planning to take the Friday of WrestleMania weekend off. I used I used to when I had lots of PTO built up. Uh, my previous job, I would take the Friday and the Monday of WrestleMania weekend off. Uh, it's probably just going to be the Friday this week or this year, um, and I'm probably still going to have to hop on a call at one o'clock, uh, anyways. But it's a weekly call I'm supposed to be on. But um, but I'm planning to take that Friday off and have Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, to just watch. Um, but other than that in my life, yeah, that's about the only... I literally have to plan a weekend, and I've turned down trivia gigs that weekend because I said, nope, I'm taking that weekend for me. That's going to be a, a vacation weekend, quote-unquote, uh, so that I can just watch wrestling. But, wrestling staycation. Wrestling staycation. It's my one time a year, and even my wife is like, you got to have your time. You do your, you do you for that weekend. Thank you. Um well, my, my wife is starting to do these women's retreats here and there, and I'm like, why can't they just happen when there's a pay-per-view? Right? Like, <laughs> I love that. I love that for you, 
but why can't it coincide with my my desire to watch wrestling? <laughs> right, right. I love that you're doing stuff for you. Now I now, now my turn. Um, if it can okay. just work with the stuff, I want to go on a wrestling retreat. <laughs> so, uh, well, I got two boxes here, and I know we we've got a little bit of time here left, so I I want to make sure we've got time. Um, we'll do the crate last. Um, Big Bad Toy Store is somewhere that uh, I have started to order a lot of my wrestling figures from. Uh, they don't charge you until it ships, which is nice. So you can pre-order it. And that They also have a system called the Pile of Loot. So you can just have your things when they come in, they charge you for it. And then it goes to your Pile of Loot if you want. You can just have them shipped right away um, if you want to. But it can go to your Pile of Loot. And then if you order, and, and that's their way to get you to order more, frankly. That's their little gimmick. Um, but they'll hold it for 90 days and then they'll ship it all at once to you, saving on shipping. And they have $4 standard shipping. Um, so here's my commercial for Big Bad Toy Store, not a sponsor. Um, so it does really save you on shipping. And their their prices on their elites are like $22.99, $21.99. So they're right about retail. Um, so you pay for the figure when it comes in. And then if you do the pile of loot gimmick, um, you pay for shipping and tax when it actually ships. So I had three figures sitting in my pile of loot that came in. Um, shipped them pretty much right away because I wanted these three, um, but they came in really quickly to each other. So I think I paid, you know, I paid for each of the figures, obviously, when they came in. And I think I paid 12 bucks for the tax and shipping then, um, which was kind of nice. They also have a thing. Uh, you can buy standard uh, packaging, which is just, you know, what you get off. The, or you can upgrade for three bucks to what they call collector, where they give you the best of the best. Um, as far as so you're getting really, really mint on card packaging. Um, and they ship it even better. So on their standard, they just wrap it in bubble wrap really good, which is great. Um, I've had a couple of times where I've bought the collector, but they haven't, they've emailed me and said, none of what we got qualifies for collector. So we're going to charge you for standard and send you the standard. And the standards have always been really good. Um, nothing damaged or anything. But I was going to show you, Tom. Um, so I have three figures. They're all collect. I, I did the $3 each on the collector. Um, let's see if you can see this well. And you can't see anything. Let's turn off the green screen. I was going to say, uh, yeah, your, your, uh, your background may be a co competition for us this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go to none. There it is. So we'll just get green. Um, all bubble wrap. Lots of bubble wrap in there. And because, you do, because I did the collector on each of these, they also each come in their own shipping box. So even more protection with a label on it that tells you what it is. And this is my ALF from NECA. Um, I'm going to set ALF to the side just for a minute because we got other things to look at. I'll look at ALF in a minute. But got my little razor blade here. I'm being careful with my razor blade. Ah, yes. And then when you get inside this box, there's plastic around the figure as well. So even more protection. Um, and you can see him there. That is Andre. That's awesome. That's awesome. Elite 100. Uh, I did not get the chase. Uh, they don't have, like ringside, you can buy the chase separately. Uh, big bad, you don't. You just see what you get. Um, pristine condition. That is a cool... Looking Andre, he'll come out of the plastic yeah. later. But and gotta love, gotta love that world title that he that he's that with Andre him. Belt. Oh man, yeah. that is that is good stuff. And then uh, throw throw my uh, 
bubble wrap around here, creating a mess, but take care of that in a minute. Like we said, it's like Christmas in February. It is. Christmas in February is right. And then, oh my goodness, yes. This looks great. Grab the plastic there. And we have Stunning Steve with that TV title belt. Um, holding the robe open, which is a little uh, Ric Flair uh, streaker-esque. But, uh, but showing off the title. So Stunning Steve and Andre have come in. Uh, they are going on the shelves a little later. Will you keep them in the plastic? Uh, no, the plastic will come off. Okay. See, I almost would like keep them in the plastic just to like give that. I mean, they still look great, right? Like, so why not? Why not give you that added barrier of keep the dust off it? Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm gonna move my mic a little bit here. Um, I that didn't mess with my sound too much, did it? No, you're good. Okay. Uh, so the other thing that I have to open this morning is a couple of weeks ago, uh, before we got online, Tom and I talked and I, uh, I'm on pro wrestling crates email list, uh, because I have ordered it the past a few times. Um, and I ordered it once for you, Tom, in fact, with your, uh, your head to head winnings a couple of segments back. And, uh, so I see every month they send out, you know, and they, and they always show you a bunch of the wrestlers that'll be featured in the crate. Um, and I had seen in the emails that Ricky Steamboat, who, for those who have listened a long time, know Ricky is my all-time favorite wrestler, was going to be one of the featured people in the crate. And I kept thinking, I might want to order that. But I don't know. It didn't It didn't say what it was going to be. So I was like, well, but if it's a t-shirt, even though they go up to a size that I wear, they don't come in tall. And if t-shirts don't aren't tall for me, they just don't work usually. Um, so I was like, it could be a Ricky Steamboat t-shirt. And then, you know, that doesn't work. That's sad. Well, then last week or two weeks ago, just before uh, we recorded, they sent a spoiler out. Um, and in fact, it was a Ricky Steamboat micro brawler that was coming in the crate. And I was like, well, guess I'm spending 30 bucks or whatever it is, 35 bucks uh, with shipping. But again, those t-shirts, it comes with two t-shirts, so they just don't work. Um, so, I, so I emailed Tom or messaged Tom and I was like, hey, what's shirt size? Uh, so Tom gave me a shirt size. So the shirts uh, actually will be being shipped off to Tom. Uh, when we open them, well, assuming you want them. I mean, if it's somebody you don't want, just tell me and I'll, you know, sell it or something, but, um, don't feel like say, someone at Goodwill might just get lucky. I don't know. We'll right. Just, right. I mean, if it's, I don't know. You do know, you have Goodwill out in Nebraska? I, mean, I think Goodwill is a national brand or yeah, national yeah. organization. We do. In fact, my old boss is actually the CEO of the uh, greater Nebraska. Um, so so if it's an almost t-shirt or something, you know, you don't have to keep it. Um, <laughs> Actually, then I really want it, please. Okay. Pro Wrestling Crate. So we already know what the micro brawler is, but I don't know what any of the other stuff is. So I thought we'd open it here live on the air and we'd see. Yeah, uh, so this, this is, I mean, I love the figures, but this, this is because there's more like pizzazz and there's more like unknown. Like right. You knew the, you knew which figures in the labels, right? right? So this. Um, so they, they have a card that comes on, but it says spoilers on the back. So I'm just going to set that card over there uh, so that I don't see. Uh, Ah, all right. So the, oh, okay. The first uh, shirt, Tom, the shirts are on top, is uh, Eddie. Yeah, that's cool. Well, Eddie Guerrero action. Yeah. Um, so that's that's coming your way, uh, judging from your response. That's wonderful. I love Eddie Guerrero, so. Uh, the second one, I think, looks really cool. Curious how you're gonna explain if you. But, uh, 
it's uh, Mercedes Monet. Yeah. Um, so, um, I think that's one that you're actually going to probably make a buck off of because of how hot she is right now. That's so true. I will. I, is that Navy though? Uh, it, yeah, it is Navy. Okay. Well, see, I love when they don't do black shirts, even though black shirts are fine. Um, I'll definitely take Eddie. Uh, I'll, I'll let you keep Mercedes, throw that up on eBay or something and maybe get some of your money back for the crate. <laughs> that's fair because 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 here's the scoop like as much as my daughter love does love sasha banks she's not talked about sasha banks for like the last three or four years so even if i got it and gave it to her she'd be like what what What? and who is mercedes monet Um, and she probably doesn't wear the same size shirt as you but uh they steal my clothes all the time dude oh okay (laughs) yeah it's crazy so as as mentioned the micro brawler Ricky, the Dragon so, Steamboat. So cool. Giving me uh, WrestleMania 3 vibes. That's that's what I was just thinking. That is WrestleMania 3, Ricky. I'm still hoping the Coliseum uh, collection does WrestleMania 3, Ricky and, and Randy um, as a pairing. Maybe that'll be Series 3. Uh, series 2 goes up for order on Wednesday this upcoming week. And uh, your old friend Jim will be ordering Rick and Jake. Um with the pin, there's always a pin. Uh, oh, it's the the JAS Jericho Appreciation Society. That's cool. It's a cool pin. Yeah. Cool pin. I, I don't know what I'll do with it, but it's a cool pin. Um, there's a sticker in here. Uh, Eddie Kingston sticker. That's cool. If that happens to come with the uh, Eddie Guerrero shirt, I won't. You be wouldn't mad. be upset. All right. All right. Good. Uh, <laughs> well, this is a. All right. That's a. <laughs> I love your responses because I don't know what's coming. You're like, oh, well, there's that. And that's that. Oh, and okay. <laughs> so so Super Kicks socks. I'll just show you that to start with. Okay. Uh, so I got a pair of socks. Yep. Uh, it's Coco Beware and Frankie in a Dude, pair of socks. That is, that's money. Yep. The finest combed cotton these socks are made using. So is Coco on one sock and Frankie on the other? Uh, no, Frankie's right here at the bottom on the side. Okay, he's so it's, it's um, one and then, the same. then you flip over the other side, and it's the rest of Coco, I guess. So I'm thinking they kind of look like they probably have the same on both socks. Got it. Okay. Um, I mean, it, w- it would have been more production to do Frankie on one and Coco on the other, but that would have been kind of fun. And then uh, they have a the en- an envelope that has your autograph, so y- even more unboxing right here. Um, all right. <laughs> it's just incredible. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm with you. Like, and again, it's like, it's like, I didn't know who was in the crate other than Ricky. Um, I couldn't remember, to be honest. Other than yeah. I, I remember Jericho Appreciation was, and I kind of thought they might have been a shirt, but. Um, and that's it. That's what we got. Well, you know where that just incredible autograph's going up on your ECW wall of fame. <laughs> right. It's, you know, it's, it's just incredible. Okay. All right. It's the thing. So ultimately, uh, I paid 30, 35 bucks for Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> um, and, and Tom gets an Eddie Guerrero shirt out of the deal. So, and, and I, here's the thing I think you honestly, I think it, you hopefully can make some of that money back on that Mercedes Monet shirt without a doubt. Not that you got did this for that anyway, but like, you know what I mean? Like, if you end up getting 20 bucks for it, then you paid $15 for a micro brawler, and which are you know, 20 usually. You know when they do their two week ones, uh, they just had a Bobby Heenan one up, and I was I was tempted. Um, I think he might still be up, and I'm still tempted. Um, you know they're I've about twenty bucks. Two. 
I've only got two. I've got the Chris Hero, which was which was the one I had to have, right? And I got that on eBay a few years ago. And then in my crate, I got IRS. And I okay. like, I mean, and, and it's cool, but it's just sitting in it's sitting in a um in a drawer. Yeah, yeah, and and I like I have Vader. I have one of the Macho Man's. Well, I ordered the very first Macho when they were like, it's only going to be up for two hours. That's right. Um, and then remember, they did the whole day of like variants after that. I was like, well, I wouldn't have ordered the first one if I knew you were doing that. Um, I thought I was getting something like super, you know, limited and collectible, and yeah, it's not really. And then um, you got the orange and the red and the purple and the right. I'm like, yeah. no, you're not getting me on that. I'm my own one. Um, so I do have a rant that that would be actually display wise. I have a Randy, um, Savage micro brawler, so I could put Randy and Ricky next to each other. That that'll work. That's cool. uh, although I have a shelf that is all Ricky Steamboat, so that'll probably go there. I, frankly, the shelf's over full now. I need to I need to move to second shelf with Ricky. They've started to produce more stuff with him. So. Um, I have Vader. I have I have the little chibi ones. They're a little more uh, rounded. I got the Naito and um, Takahashi. Yeah, somebody. Oh, Jay White. Jay White. Naito and White. That's who it is. Which Jay White? That's a whole other conversation we could be having pretty soon. Um, done with New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, it seems, and and could be showing up elsewhere before too long. I have long. a feeling we'll talk about him on uh, the week of uh, April third. I, I think it's possible that we'll be talking about him that way. I, he would be a great Monday after WrestleMania appearance. Uh, I heard, I think Sean Ross Sapp said this, and I think it makes a ton of sense. Cena beats Theory for the U.S. title at Mania. Cena does an open challenge on Monday. Jay White comes out. That'd be pretty awesome. Be awesome. Yeah, heck of a way to debut Jay White. We'll see. Well... We're we're right up against that uh, time frame. I know you. Did you uh, say you had a gripe? I thought you said you had a gripe. gripe. I'm glad. I hope you don't have a gripe. I I appreciate that. I appreciate both of uh, both of those unboxings and that you shared them with me and with us collectively. Yeah. Um, no. I I don't. Well, if I had one, it's gone. I've been I've been made happy by what I've found in the boxes <laughs> this morning. Um, yeah. I don't remember what my gripe was if I had one. Um, yeah, it's gone. So, um, well, our, our plan is we'll be back with you with revolution picks, uh, next week, which will probably be the majority of the show to be perfectly honest, because of how many matches they usually do, uh, do announce, uh, even though with that, that Iron Man match, um, and then, uh, and, and then we'll go from there and we are firmly now in the WWE side on the road to WrestleMania. We're on the road to Supercard, um, AW, I, I guess we're on the road to revolution, uh, but, We'll be done with that road next week. And then uh, it'll be fun kind of moving forward from there. So uh, everybody have a great weekend. Uh, if you're watching, I don't think there's any real major wrestling shows this weekend. I think Impact has a show, but um, you know, there's no AEW, Ring of Honor, WWE, New Japan. Um, big, big shows. New Japan Cup coming up. So big stuff going on there in New Japan. But uh, enjoy whatever you're doing this weekend. Watch some XFL. Uh, that started last week. I caught about five minutes of it and went, eh, it's football. Um <laughs> When, you know, when when Martavius Bryant is the best known name, it's it's hard to get into for me. Uh, Tom, anything else you want to want to cover? I can't believe you threw shade at Josh Gordon like that. Is he in the XFL? I didn't even know he was in there. <laughs> he is. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know. So tells you how much I paid attention. Uh, Jim did not draft an XFL fantasy team. Let the record show. 
you know, I will say I was home last Saturday, uh, you know, prior to the start of the league. And I did Google and see if there were some sites. And there were some sites that I really didn't know. I've, I've not played on those sites before that did have XFL Fantasy Leagues. And I thought about it for a split second. I'm like, I would totally be the guy, though, just following the rankings. Because most of these players I don't I, I don't know much about. Um, and so I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. But I, I did think about it for a minute to just... It might have been fun for a group of us that that play fantasy football to have gotten together and done that, and knowing that none of us had an advantage over the other one. Right. So. It's like, how do you throw blind darts? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So that might have been a fun. Yeah, you know, we can always talk strategy when we talk NFL leagues, but not uh, not so much with the XFL, unless somebody is really in tune to the XFL. There might have been one of our friends that is. Probably not. Well. I think that wraps us up for Two Spot Monkeys Live. I think I've tried to end this show three times. Uh, Everybody be safe this weekend. Have a great weekend, whatever you're doing. We'll be back to talk with you next week, back on Two Spot Monkeys Live.